thank you for joining us on The Skeptic Sidekick, where we delve into ancient societies, the ghosts, the paranormal, UFOs, all looking at it from the perspective of the true believer and from the skeptic perspective. Joining me, my partner, my co-host, my sibling, Kimber Rodriguez. Myself, I am Richard Gregg. And again, let's look into being the skeptic psychic. Hi, taking two on skeptic psychic. Uh, taking three, in fact, uh, with me is my wonderful, talented, intelligent, and highly beautiful sister, Kimber Rodriguez. And I, I am, of course, Richard Gregg. How are we doing today, Kimber? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, third time's a charm, so hopefully this will hold out. <laughs> I hope so. Um, so, topic tonight, the black-eyed children. Not to be confused with the black-eyed peas, which is a wonderful uh, southern recipe of uh, these black-eyed peas put into a wonderful uh, jus sauce. And the, uh, on New Year's Eve, you take it to sweet perfection by having just a little bit and wishing on a prosperous new year. Yes, and before we get started, um, I would like to give a shout out. Um, shout we out. Did get, we did get a review on Apple Podcast. Um, five stars, got, mind you. Yes, we got a five star review from CDRTDE. And they say it's a totally different perspective. Kimbra and Greg which means, of course, you, Richard. Of course. Offer a new view of life after death. Their sincere desire to open people to new ideas that are more mainstream than we might think is most courageous. Um, so that's an awesome review. And we'd like to, to thank CDRTDE for leaving us that review. As always, you can leave us a review at Apple Podcast. We do prefer the five stars, but we're willing to take whatever you give us. We can always learn from the bad reviews just as well as we can appreciate the good ones. Mm -hmm. Constructive criticism is good. Yes. The five-star reviews do help us go up, though, and however their algorithms work. So if people are looking for paranormal podcasts, it does make it easier for people to find us. You can also find us on anywhere podcasts are found pretty much, as well as YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we are on TikTok, but haven't really done much with it. I'm not too sure if I'm too happy really with the way TikTok works. Have you checked out TikTok yet? Nope. Uh, it's, there's some good things. <laughs> Yeah, um, I just, I've actually seen a couple of things on TikTok, and it's like, I have a larger uh, attention span than the average than what TikTok they is. offer. Right. Yeah, I, I usually watch the dog and cat videos and some of their paranormal stuff. But if you do have any um, questions or comments, we are now also on Facebook Live, and YouTube live, as well as on Twitch uh, live. So as you're tuning in, if you do have any questions or comments, go ahead and post those and we'll answer your questions and read or read your comments 
on air as we go along. As you mentioned, we are talking about Black-Eyed Children tonight. Again, not to be confused with Black-Eyed Peas, even though tonight is going to be a good night. <laughs> but let's go ahead and get into our topic tonight. Um, you know, I, I would love to find that uh, YouTube video of Lana Morissette doing my humps. <laughs> yes, that was hilarious. Um, but let's go ahead and get started on our topic. Um, what can you tell us to start off about Black-Eyed Children? Well, picture if you will. You're home alone. You're either A, babysitting your little uh, your, your uh, little siblings. B, uh, just taking the kicking back on the cool cold night and watch your uh, favorite TV show. Or C, you've uh, just uh, you're kind of uh, waiting at at the house for uh, you know kind of doing house sitting, and all of a sudden you hear a knock on the door. You look and you see maybe a child between the age of five years old on up to maybe 10 or 12. And they're, they're looking down at the ground and they're saying, can, uh, can, can I use the phone? Please let me in. I need to use the phone. I'm lost. I'm lonely. Please let me use your phone. Notice the fact that I never said they make eye contact with you. If you open up the door, it seemed like it's they're longer there. Have you ever and heard? That is what is, uh, and some people have said that when they actually do look up at you, there's no iris, there's no pupil, it's just nothing but a black uh, eyelid staring back at you begging to come inside now a lot of people would say on uh say to you that what's the difference you know is it cursed is it the, well usually if you do let them inside say come on in you start having bad things happen to you but they always give you sort of an uneasy feeling while they're sitting there at the door going let me in please let me in i'm alone i'm scared I'm cold. Please let me in. Other stories that I've heard of these children is that you could be, you know, you know out, somewhere out somewhere and you, these kids approach you and either they say that they need a ride somewhere or they need you to follow them. And you have this, this urge almost undeniable that you can't resist to follow through with what their request is, whether it's to follow them or to give them a ride somewhere or take them somewhere. And just before you give in, you notice again, their eyes, they don't have an iris, a pupil. Um, you don't see the whites of their eyes. It's just blackness, total blackness. Now, these kids have been uh, referred to as demons, aliens, spirits, but nobody really knows what they are or where they come from. And they can arrange, uh, again, like I said, they uh, range from any race, ethnicity, uh, height, weight, it doesn't matter. They just seem like they're always from the ages four to 
five years old on up to uh, some have reported 16 17 year old black eyed kids yes um there's even tales of these children to be seen hiding in the shadows of a room and this is usually reported during sleep paralysis or by those who are awakened in the middle of the night because you sense someone is watching you and regardless of where or how you encounter them they will always ask you for something that involves being in close quarters with them again going back to like what we had said before now if you deny them the ride the use of your phone or anything like that you can get them very angry with you and their assistance becomes even more if they do come to your door and you say here use my cell phone they get very insistent to come into the home and use the phone while the tabloids do claim that the black-eyed children have existed since the early 80s most sources indicate that the legend originated from 1996 postings written by texas reporter brian bethel on a ghost related mailing list he related two alleged encounters with black-eyed children describing these encounters in abilene texas in 96 and claimed that a second person had a similar one in Portland, Oregon. And I know that I've heard of these things. Well, I would say I started hearing about them around that time, maybe a little bit before, but at that time I really couldn't find a lot of information on them. You still with us, Richard? Yes, I am. I'm listening to you <laughs> with uh, bated breath here. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, would you like to tell us more about his report? Uh, no, I, I think you're doing uh, well on that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just, <laughs> okay. The report he did describe a late evening out in his vehicle. He stopped at a parking lot New Year movie theater to write a check. And he was so absorbed in this that he didn't notice two young boys approach his car. He didn't notice until the boy, I'm sorry, until the older boy tapped at the driver's side window Bethel rolled down his window and noted immediately that he got a soul racking fear, yet he couldn't understand why. Now, this is very interesting because I actually was listening to another podcast not too long ago, and they actually had this gentleman on there telling his, his story. And, you know, hearing that first person account of it was actually very interesting. But it goes on to say that him and his little brother wanted to catch a movie, but had forgotten their money at home and asking if Bethel could give them a ride. They assured him that it wouldn't take long, that they were just two kids and they didn't have a gun. He found the assurances unnerving and noted that the last showing of the film they wanted to see had already started. So it'd be nearly over by the time he could drive them anywhere and get back. In his recount of the incident, he stated that when the, he broke eye contact with them, his fear became all encompassing. And it wasn't until he broke eye contact that their eyes became completely blacked out. The older boy began to get frustrated when he made excuses for not giving them a ride and said that he could, they couldn't get into his car unless he said it was okay. After that, Bethel tore the parking lot. And to this day, he still stands by that story. Um, like I said, I did hear an account of this 
on another podcast recently firsthand. So, you know, that was very interesting to be able to hear that. What are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are the fact of, you know, that uh, pretty much, again, on many accounts, you know, if you want, just let them use your cell phone. It's like, no, I need to use your real phone or no. Uh, can I call somebody for you? No, I need to get in your car. It becomes kind of like personable getting into your personal space. Yeah. So I wonder how that would work nowadays that like nobody has a cell phone anymore. Everybody has, I'm sorry, nobody has a landline anymore. We all have cell phones. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) what excuse are these black eyed children coming up with now? That's what I'm wondering. They probably still have the same type of, uh, you know, can we use your phone? That sort of thing. So. Yeah. While your cell phone is part of you, but at the, uh, it's not getting into your personal space. It's not, can I come inside to use your phone? Can we use your restroom? Can, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hungry. Yes. Do you have something to eat? You know. Yes. Again, if any of our listeners or viewers have any comments or uh, any questions about the Black Eyed Kids, feel free to um, go ahead and message us or comment and we'll answer on air we always enjoy hearing from our viewers bethel's stories have gained such popularity that he did publish a fac faq just to keep up with the band for more info about this urban legend and in 2012 bethel told his story on reality tv stories monsters and mysteries in america He then wrote a follow-up article for the Abilene Reporter News describing his experience and maintaining his belief that it was legitimate. And in 2013, MSN featured Black-Eyed Children on an episode of Weekly Strange, which spread the legend into the mainstream. Now, after his story did go global, others did begin popping up, including one out in the middle of nowhere in Vermont, an elderly couple heard a sound of three locks on their door. I'm sorry, three loud knocks on the door. And they opened the door and saw two children, a boy and a girl. They said their parents would be here soon and may we come in. They did not make eye contact and just stood there in the doorway. The elderly couple were hesitant, but after a while, they let the boy and girl inside. The kids settled on the couch while the wife made some hot cocoa and the husband asked them questions that went unanswered. When the wife returned, she noticed that their cats were scared and hissing at the children, and they both asked in in unison, may we please use your restroom? There you go. (laughs) Yes, like I said, they want your personal space. They want to use your restroom. They want to eat your food. They want to uh, sleep on your bed, you know. It's like that old uh, Adam Sandler sketch with uh, he did with... uh, uh, oh, Chris, Chris Farley, the heart, the Hurley boy. Yes, it's one of our favorites. Can I sleep on your bed? Let him sleep on your bed. He'll even wash your sheets. <laughs> Let me program your VCR. I could program your VCR. I know yes. how to program your VCR. Um, Let me program your VCR. <laughs> um, the wife did look at the kids and finally saw their faces clearly. Their eyes were as black as a starless universe. She directed them to the bathroom and returned to her husband who was covering his face with his hand. 
Did you see their eyes? She asked. The husband then showed her his hand, which was full of blood from a nosebleed. So <laughs> one of our listeners comments back, wouldn't it be nice if they were helpful? I totally agree. I'd, I'd invite some black-eyed kids in my house if they clean it for me or even make me dinner for once. <laughs> yes, but they're not helpful. They're, uh, they want to take, take, take and never give, you know. Not all what I meant to type. Not a problem. Not a problem. But I, I do agree they would be nice if it was helpful. So I'm wondering, what is it that they're really after? Is it your soul? Is it just to bring you bad luck, bad vibes, to curse you? I guess I Sorry, got, got sidetracked. <laughs> no problem. Uh, they may be emotional vampires, feeders of basically the fear factor or anger, emotions that some people have when strangers are in their house, you know. Well, what I find so interesting is the fact that they're, oh, by the way, the one who's talking with us is our great friend, Shelly Hubbard. So Shelly, thanks for tuning in tonight. If y'all would like to have your names listed, you can always uh, sign up with Restream.io and I'll leave information on that so that your names will be here. Or if you want to be anonymous, just let us know. Please don't say my name and we'll keep it anonymous. Shelly, you know me very well. You know that every yes. day is always going to be a great experience with just you being here alive. So just want to put that out for you. Yes. And if you don't want to share your experience now, you can always write in. Um, you can email us at info at skeptic psychic and we'll share it there. If you don't want to share it here. Thanks, love. You're welcome. <laughs> Yes, we love you. Best. We love you, Shelly. Anyway, <laughs> yes, Shelly's a dear friend of ours from years ago, and we do. We love her dearly. But I, as I was saying, um, I'm not sure if it's just emotional vampires because the fact that this guy's nose started to bleed. So that definitely leads me to think that they do have some real ill intent for us. Going off real quick, this is the first time I've actually talked to Shelly and without having a messenger. So I'm glad to hear that you're alive today, Shelly. Just letting that off there, you know. <laughs> Anybody else want to talk uh, with a skeptic sidekick or Kimber Rodriguez or even either one of us? Go ahead. Give us, uh, give us a shout out on Facebook. Or you can also give us a shout out on YouTube and also on Twitch. So anyway, so the guy's nose was bleeding and the power went out in the house. They turned his, it, the house went as black as the kid's eyes. The wife went to the restroom and was confronted by the voice of a kid at the end of the hall uttering, our parents are here. So the kids said that their parents were here. So the kids exited the house, leaving the door wide open. The wife noticed that there were two men at the end of the driveway I wonder if they were wearing black. So they were tall and slender, and the wife waved but did not receive the same friendly gesture. The two men and the children drove away together in the car. Wondering if that means there might be connected with the men in black. What do you think? Mm. 
Well, with a minute, uh, that'd have to be another topic altogether. Uh, right now, I am reading an interesting book about the Mothman prophecies, but it's uh, not really on the Mothman prophecies per se. It's on the guy who wrote the Mothman prophecies. Interesting. So that's another thing that we can discuss on another episode. Our tales that do predate the black-eyed children experiences that were brought up in the uh, dawn of the internet, I, I should say. So, I mean, it's actually kind of Satan tall tales and legends dating back to about the early part of the 1880s and 1890s, kind of being, you know, these strangers that would show up at your front door, you know, uh, get an eerie feeling off of them. Yes, an investigator named David Weatherly found a claim of an encounter involving the black-eyed children that occurred in a small village of, how would you say this, Rick? You you know French. A-S, I'm sorry, A-I-S-N-E in France. This was in 1974, and he wrote about this case and others in his book titled The Black-Eyed Children. The case in point was originally investigated by Joel Mesnard and Jean-Marie Bigon and involved two men only named as Elaine G. and Patrick V. And while leisurely driving around the small village, these two men stopped the car in front of a house while attempting to do a turn in the road. As they glanced into the property's courtyard, they saw five mysterious figures who appeared only to be looking at them. Figures were around 1.3 meters, which is about four feet tall, and were all dressed in the same long garments. They had long hair, seemingly right down to their waist. And the strangest thing by far, however, was their solid black eyes. Now, the figure closest to the men's car gestured to come into the courtyard. Unnerved and frightened, the men sped away from the scene. It is claimed that they returned later with more people and there were no signs of the strange figures they had seen earlier that day. That is kind of interesting. Yes. Also in Virginia in 1950, Weatherly also writes, this is known as one of the earliest reports and concerns a 16-year-old boy only known as Harold. Harold? Harold, you know, like Harold and Maud. You mean like all weird Harold, Fat Albert's closest friend, you know, that very skinny and lanky. Which you'll see uh, the horror movies with Bill Cosby. Ah, yes, we won't talk about Bill Cosby. Um, but according to the story, the, he the teenager was walking home one afternoon when he came across another boy leaning against a fence as if he was waiting for someone. I am waiting for the Jew. Harold did attempt to speak to him, but received no response. He was about to walk off and go on his own journey when the strange boy starkly stated to Harold, I want to go to your house. You're going to walk me up to your house. It was then that Harold noticed the blackness of the boy's eyes. There were no whites. Just solid black. So yeah, this wouldn't work for, you know, George Washington. Don't shoot until you see the whites of their eyes. That's why it kind of remind me of old weird Harold because, you know, 
uh, Weird Harold was the one that always wanted to go see those horror movies. Ah, okay. Then something even stranger and more chilling happened. Harold had begun to contemplate turning and running home as fast as he could when the boy blurted out, Now don't you run away from me. You're going to walk me up to your house. Harold turned and ran anyway, faster than his legs could ever carry him. He later recalled to his parents that as he did so, he heard a scream behind him, a scream that sounded very familiar to that of a bobcat. Okay, now the yeah. question is, does he mean like a bobcat animal or does he mean like a bobcat uh, machine? I think he means the animal. Okay. Because you know how those bobcats have that eerie scratch about <laughs> something like that. Okay. Sound more like a Donald Duck there, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> Interestingly, his parents believed their son's account so much that his father said to have grabbed his gun and immediately gone out looking for the menacing boy and demand, who demanded he take his son to their family home. His mother apparently thought her son had encounter with the devil himself and stated that she would take him to see a priest. Go to see a priest that, you know, there's also tells that the uh, black eyed children are the spawns of Satan. Mm -hmm. There's also tales of the fact of, you know, they just may be uh, lost interdimensional creatures. With our own psyche, that sort of thing, we often forget that whatever scares us sometimes may or may not be true, you know. Yes, th this is true. They could be interdimensional beings. Could be demons, spawns of Satan, aliens, spirits. Nobody really knows, nor Faye. do they know. Faye, that's another option. Nobody really knows what they are or when they'll show up. Whatever you believe about them, definitely take caution, as they may claim to want, again, to come in your home to call their parents. And okay. one thing everyone agrees with is that if you do make eye contact with them, horrible things will happen. And they can show up on any night, regardless of weather, season, or phase of the moon. Many uh, they of the show up day, do. night, early morning, that sort of thing. Dusk. Dusk. It doesn't yes. matter what time, uh, what time of day they will and can't show up. Many of the stories do agree on one thing. They are more likely to appear to someone who is already familiar with the legend. So, yeah, um, be careful out there. <laughs> but this is always a legend that's something that's always fascinated me. I remember my best friend, I think, was the one who first introduced me to the idea of black-eyed children. She had read the story somewhere online, and... Mm -hmm. It really intrigued her, and so she told me about it. So I started researching, um, and like I said at the time, this was back in, oh, goodness, I want to say like around 2010. And at that time, I really couldn't find a lot of information about the Black Eyed Children. Um, the only thing I was able to find at that time was the story that, that we talked about earlier with Brian. Um, let me find his last name again. Brian Bethel. That was the first story I found about the Black Eyed Children. And mm -hmm. at that time, I really couldn't find any more information on them. When did you first hear about the Black Eyed Children? 
I would say that would be like 79, 80. First time heard the stories of the Black Eyed Children. Basically, it dealt with the uh, campfire ghost story. The uh, scoutmaster who was telling it, it was uh, swore up and down it actually happened. So, Wow, that is really interesting. Also, here's 10 facts about the Black Eyed Kids. They will look and act like normal children, but with pale skin and, again, their eyes completely black. Again, people who have been in close proximity will have a feeling of unease that washes over them. While nothing about these kids' appearances, aside from their eyes, is generally frightening, but people still report feelings of anxiety to terror while in their presence. Some people say that if you look at their feet, that they have talons or other demonic attributes, but most sightings are of normal children. Also, they're commonly described as wearing dated clothes or dressing in a manner that's not typical to children of today or the time uh, period that the stories take place. I've also heard that it doesn't matter. They've always seemed to speak the language. If you hear it from mm -hmm. a Spanish person, they're speaking Spanish. If you hear it from an, an English-speaking person, they're speaking English. Harold's experience was that the child was speaking French to him. So it's not the fact of, you know, you're always hearing the stories about them saying English, but they understand universal languages. Now, this is an interesting uh, tidbit. In 2014, a British paper reported that the sightings of the kids around the world are rising. That's very interesting. I think, to me, that coincides a lot with the fact that we're seeing more weird things around the earth at this time we're seeing more um ufo sightings just a lot of different things that are out of the ordinary lately what are your thoughts on that well it always seems to happen pretty much every millennial there's been strange ghost stories sightings ufos weird things happening usually around the turn of the centuries between i say the last 10 years of a millennium and 10 years to the head of it. I mean, you look at 1695, uh, 1700, that sort of thing. Uh, 1492 up to 1515, you had the Inquisition that were finding all the people that they say were possessed by the devil, which nowadays we come to find out that most of the people that uh, they were hunting down were just midwives and people that were atheists. So... My question is, do you think this is something that we just don't understand yet? And like, you know, the Inquisitions and all those things, we're calling it something that we don't understand, you know, kind of like, oh, well, this must be evil because, you know, we've never seen something like this before. Or do you think that every so often there is a kind of a resurgence of odd things happening in the world? Well, I think if scientists saying that we're able to, uh, able to explain everything, they're sorely mistaken. There's too many things in this world that can be unexplained or even go the boundaries of what we know as science. If you go back to the bubonic plague, do you know what the, uh, the cure for that was? Basically to uh, blow smoke and scare off the evil spirits that are making you sick. While these days in modern uh, medicine, 
we've learned to wash our hands. We've learned to, you know, sanitize them, that sort of thing. And, you know, and seal up a cut or a wound quickly instead of let infections get in. Yeah. With our current pandemic, we've definitely learned to wash our hands. <laughs> right. With these black-eyed children, you know, again, we've had tales dating back from the Middle Ages and the Dark Ages, that sort of thing, talking about demon children or visits with the devil, that sort of thing. And they're described as being talon feet, long fingernails, uh, little feet, but always the same thing. Their eyes are black. Uh, and they're also acting very weird. They're not dressed properly, you know, for the time period, that sort of thing. So it possibly is something in myth and legends that we have not yet discovered, whether it's them living in a cave or an altered dimension or E.T. coming down and uh, leaving his kids on the side of the road and getting lost, that sort of thing, you know. For somebody who grew up as a kid who kept getting lost and did not know to stay put, You've got to understand that, you know, it could be something like that. Right. Our natural fears are fears of something unknown. So sometimes the effects of bloody noses, power outages, phones ringing obstinately, somebody beating at your door at 2 o'clock in the morning asking to come in. It may be all in well of some type of psychic phenomenon, some skeptical phenomenon, some electrical disturbances, that sort of thing, you know, that make you believe that something happened. So we could talk for hours on the wide variety of possibilities on it. But in all, black-eyed children are something that, to use the frame, creepypasta food. And if you don't know what creepypasta is, that's basically... Uh, modern day ghost stories and weird phenomenons fictionalized. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, with that, any other final thoughts on the Black Eyed Children? Not to be confused with Black Eyed Peas, although no. they are very good. <laughs> yes. Great band, too, by the way. Yes. Well, I think that's about it for tonight, then. Join us again on Thursday, 7 p.m. Where can they find us, by the way, Kim? Just let's re reiterate. We've now expanded ourselves. We're doing Twitch. We're doing Facebook Live. We're doing YouTube Live. Tell us what you guys think. We're still on Facebook. We're also still uh, have our website, skepticpsychic.com. You can contact us there. Thoughts, notes. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts as well as Google Podcasts. And we do... Ask nicely to rate and review us and tell us all you wanted to know about us, you know. Yes, we can be found pretty much anywhere podcasts are available. And as Richard mentioned, we are on YouTube. So make sure you like and subscribe there and ring the bell for notifications. We are also now on Twitch. So make sure you follow us there as well. We are bringing our shows live to you now. And next week, as I was mentioning before, Thursday, 7 p.m., we will be back again. And let me just double check what we're talking about on Thursday. Next week will be our episode right before Valentine's Day. So, Oh, yes, the city of love. We'll be discussing the wonderful, wonderful brotherhood, Philadelphia, and their ghost and paranormal experiences, which yes. actually does have a tie-in with the fact of the Constitution of the United States. We will be talking about the City of Brotherly Love, part of our Most Haunted Cities 
right now we're starting off with the big cities. Maybe we'll yes. go across the mighty pond to the uh, Europe and Asia and discuss those wonderful stories. Yes, we hope to take this worldwide eventually. But yes, next yes. week we will be discussing the city of brotherly love, part of our most haunted series. And we will be talking about the haunted city of Philadelphia. Yeah, so that's it for tonight. Like I said, if you have any questions, anything you would like to talk to, like if you want to be a guest on our show or if you want to comment on anything we've talked about, you can reach us at info at skepticpsychic.com or you can, oh, we forgot to mention our Facebook group. The Skeptic Psychic Facebook group. Yes, we have a wonderful group on our on Facebook called the Skeptic Psychic. We've got some great members in there, some wonderful people who love to talk and discuss all things paranormal. So, yeah, join us there. Make some new friends. We accept humor and we accept skepticism, but we will not, I'm very serious, we will not accept any type of political affiliation, whether Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, or anything like that. We want to keep just as a nonpartisan skeptical of the paranormal. Um, everybody is welcome. Um, all thoughts are welcome, just as long as you're they're friendly and loving. And yeah, um, we can continue the talk on Black Eyed Kids over there. Give the love, give the love. Yes, everybody have a great night and pleasant dreams. And unpleasant nightmares. Good night. <laughs> Good night.